This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You may have noticed that most, if not virtually all, of the establishment Catholic media isn't exactly what we would call trustworthy. To put it in a professional, academic terminology, the establishment Catholic media kind of sucks. In most regards, they are indistinguishable from the secular media. They, frankly, emulate the secular media and its look. And they are often not even Catholic in the slightest. This makes finding trustworthy news hard to find and often requires sifting through information and reading between the lines and really knowing what the people involved in the story are like to, to really find out the truth of the matter. To put it another way, when the Western world's best sources of Catholic journalism are the Catholic Herald and similar outlets, there is a serious problem. Thankfully, Benedict XVI decided to step out of his weird retirement to help defend and promote the truthful flow of Catholic information by helping establish a Catholic journalism program, which will help in this case in a massive way. Part of the problem we see with journalism today is that our Catholic journalists get trained by the same kinds of schools and programs that secular journalists are trained in, which, as you can imagine, isn't typically very Catholic, even at nominally Catholic universities. So let's have a look at the story today, because it's always interesting whenever Benedict comes into the public eye in defense of the faith, which is what has happened here. A story that got little traction was reported in the, t- in the tablet right at the new year. Headline, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. I want the Catholic voice to be heard. The story goes like this. Benedict XVI endorsed and aided in the establishment of a new Catholic funding program for journalism in Germany. The move was done in collaboration with the German Catholic newspaper Tagespost, or I guess I'm saying that right, I hope, which is based in Würzburg. Tagespost has a reputation for being a conservative Catholic news outlet, and prayers need to go out to them for the Herculean task that they have and attempting to provide a conservative Catholic voice in Germany, of all places, whose bishops are running full steam ahead towards open schism. The school will be known as the Tagus Post Foundation for Catholic Publicity, although some other places are actually calling it the Daily Mail, and I kind of wonder if that's a dig, if you know anything about the secular Daily Mail. And according to the parent newspaper, the foundation will support bioethical research projects financially, while ha- helping Catholic media to cover a broad range of subjects. In general, a new Catholic funding program and school for journalism is definitely good news, and it being promoted by Benedict XVI is especially interesting, given his propensity for rarely speaking publicly. Man, the reaction from the overt modernists who defend and promote everything Francis does is always entertaining when Benedict does speak or act in any way publicly. But what makes this interesting is that this is more than a bit of a snub to the German bishops in this move, and it should be obvious by now as to why. From the tablet, quote, The Association of Catholic Publicists in Germany said in a statement that its members were astonished that the former pope considered it right to promote Catholic journalism by establishing a private foundation within one single publication. As the former Archbishop of Munich, the existence of the more established body, the Institute for the Promotion of Aspiring Journalists, based in Munich, which was founded in 1968 after the Second Vatican Council and is financed by the German dioceses, must surely be a household name for him. 
the association found it more than strange that the Pope Emeritus was entrusting significant financial resources to one single publication, bypassing the Institute and thereby bypassing the Bishop's Conference. The statement continued. The association hopes that the new foundation is really concerned with promoting Catholic journalism and not supporting the self-promotion of a single publication and its understanding of Catholic public relations. End quote. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but the snub gets better. There is something implicitly against the German bishops' conference in this move. Here's another example from the tablet. Quote. In a private audience, when it celebrated its 50th anniversary in Rome in November 2018, Pope Francis told the Institute's 400 journalists, Germany can consider itself lucky that among its numerous journalists, both in the secular and church media, it has so many Institute members. Thank you for observing, and when you see that something is wrong, for openly stating that it is wrong. What was striking as far as the new foundation was concerned was that, according to the editor of the Tagus Post, Oliver Moxon, it aimed to be independent, the Institute's spiritual advisor, Brother Helmut Rakowski, told German Radio. There were already more than enough Catholic voices in German journalism, he said. I think it's aimed to be independent of the German church, that is, of the bishops, while we are a church institution founded by the bishops and the dioceses, he said. Asked if he too was surprised by Benedict's new foundation, Rakowski replied, If it is really about training journalists, then we are glad and say it is a great initiative. But if it is a case of supporting the church's PR work, then we will be working along two different tracks. Journalism was not about proclaiming church teaching, but had the task of being critical, highlighting backgrounds, and being committed to the truth, said Rakowski. End quote. So there you go. The journalists in Germany have traditionally been in league with the German dioceses, which isn't surprising in the slightest, but now the powers that be in Germany, and even in Rome, are wondering if they are seeking to be independent of the German bishops. Given that the German bishops are seeking to invent their own church, a la Martin Luther, but calling it Catholic, this shouldn't be this shouldn't really surprise anyone. Benedict XVI stated that the purpose of helping establish this Catholic effort was because he wanted the Catholic voice to be heard, which begs a lot of questions, including, quite frankly, if he doesn't think the Catholic voice is being heard in Germany at all. Benedict has gotten some pushback, including for supporting Tagus Post, which has troubles in Germany, due to it being quote-unquote aggressive with the bishops in its reporting. In other words, some are worried that he may be helping bolster a news outlet that isn't 100% behind the German bishops' program of promoting aggressive modernism. Perish the thought, right? I mean, heaven forbid a pope of the church do something strange like help the lady promote and defend the Catholic faith, right? If you wonder why, this excerpt, excerpt from a piece about a month ago in Tagus Post might help explain. Bear with me on this, though, because this translation comes from Google Translate. Quote, So far, there has been no independent institution in the German-speaking world that specifically invests in the training of young Catholic journalists, finances bioethically relevant research projects, and helps Catholic media to reach and be heard. For the coming year, the Foundation wants to collect and make available around 450,000 euros for media and educational projects. With these funds, she enables volunteers to have state-of-the-art international traineeships, digital projects of, at the interface of search engine optimization and new evangelization, as well as background reports and research on life protection and bioethics. End quote. In other words, not only will these journalists be independent of the local bishops' conference, but they will be expertly trained in how to write and speak knowledgeably about hot-button bioethics issues which will almost certainly cause a headache for the Germans and their relationship with the national government of Germany. That point is worth looking into briefly before we close this out. 
If you think the relationship with the U.S. or Canadian Bishops' Conference and the government is bad, the German Catholic Church is funded directly by the government through taxes on the faithful, who impose a tithe on the laity and give it directly to the church in Germany. This has resulted in the German church being one of the wealthiest conferences of bishops in the world, second only to the United States. Why is this a big deal? Because people are unlikely to criticize who, who they get their money from. That's why. The Germans have notably taken the global lead on promoting German-style technocratic managerialism on the global stage. We saw that at the Pan-Amazon Synod this past year, whose real focus was promoting the UN Sustainable Development Program in addition to the weird gender program of the German government. So let's think about this for a moment. The journalists are getting bioethics training explicitly. Now why would that be? Because the German government is a big exporter of funding for the International Temple of Medical Moloch Worship. That's why. Just like the U.S. government. Benedict wants the Catholic voice to be heard in journalism, and it's clear that he doesn't mean to just cover just cover of the crisis of the modernism, but in journalism more broadly, which means on a wide variety of issues, and there is no issue of the secular world that the Church has officially cared about more in recent decades than the issue of medical Moloch worship which is state-funded in many places, including Germany, on both ends of life. So again, the bishop has every right to be worried about this because they have functionally endorsed that program of the German quiet government by keeping quiet and taking government funds instead of doing what the rest of us have to do, which is tithe in the collection plate every Sunday. Now, if you're German or have gone to Mass in Germany recently, let me know in the comments if the typical parish still has a Sunday collection or not. I haven't been able to find out if they do, given that the Christian in Germany is required to let the government know of his religious affiliation and to tie it through the state. But let's not get this confused with something else. This is not an endorsement of independent reporting of the likes we see on the internet from talking heads like myself. <laughs> this still appears to be a bolstering of traditional journalism, which is itself a Herculean task, given that the traditional media in the Western world appears to be dying out, with internet reporting and independent reporting of the likes of George Neumeier and others replacing it in the future. But this move will positively impact those efforts in Germany as well. But the question then must be, will we see more of this around the Western world in the coming months or years? We can hope and pray that we do, because the Catholic voice is desperately needed in the media and the news more broadly. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments below. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.